Boy, this is Jesus in gym shoes. Boy, this is Jesus in gym shoes. Welcome to another episode of Jesus in gym shoes, <laughs> where we have unparalleled conversations about life skills in Jesus. I have someone who is, uh, yeah, she got a whole testimony. Like she a warrior, she a survivor, she all the things. Um, yeah, she a mama. She like, and she a businesswoman too. You know, I'm a Leo. Like, yeah. <laughs> she like long walks on the beach, guys. You know, she like to work out. <laughs> she like to shop. You know all the things, right? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely shop, scene, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I don't take no long walks, I'll take a long walk around Neiman's, but yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I understood. Well, Catherine, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, okay, my name is Catherine. Um, on IG, I am Miss Catherine, but uh, I am now a two time breast cancer survivor. I am all the things that uh, DJ just said, um, <laughs> including like I'm for real. I'm a Leo for real. Um, but <laughs> but yes, I am a breast cancer. Uh, well, I would say I, I consider myself a two time survivor, even though I just went through this major process this year. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of, and I'm gonna say I'm in the clear. But I'm kind of not in the clear as far as scan wise yet, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm two-time breast cancer private, so you know, and I am a mom and I do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I just I just do a whole bunch of stuff. I'm all over the place. <laughs> um I don't know if you want me going more in my like no, not yet, not yet, not yet. I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your favorite pair of gym shoes? Oh, dang. I would say the one that I had the most pairs of, of course, Jordan ones all day. Jordan ones are like my favorite, even though they've been like, whoo, I had to pull teeth to get a couple on doing a whole bunch of raffles. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Yeah. And I would say next to that would be the Yeezys, but. What, yeah. Which number? Uh, Yeezy 350s and 700s. I just got those, uh, what do you call it? The orange and the bright blues. I got uh-huh. those. That was the last pair I got. But the 350s, whoo, they saw okay. comfortable. They are so comfortable. Okay. Like, yeah. I, but I don't have you don't have none? <sighs> I had a pair of 380s, but I don't, they were my travel shoe for like a year. Um, and I don't know what happened to them. Like, I literally <laughs> don't know what happened to them. I had a cleaning company come and now I can't find oh. that shoe and some headphones, but I don't know. <laughs> it probably did. Or And I also like gave some stuff away, but I know I didn't like put it in a box or anything. Yeah. I, I, I had those in a box, so I don't know. I actually don't know what happened in them 380s, so yeah. Lord knows. I have too many shoes that I can't. That's I just can't thing. find it. You have to have that one where you're on the wall with all the people, you know, that have the plastic containers that show all their shoes. You need to probably get that. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably it's uh it's not as bad as it used to be it's most definitely not as bad as it used to be it used to be just insane now it's tamed down down a lot like i have stuff that i just that yeah. i wear on a regular basis now i pass well, yeah um yeah you said what i said i pass on a lot of shoes sometimes too like yeah i don't, don't want to deal with the hassle of it no more <laughs> like it's like you're competing 
against the bots. And like, it's just like, what the heck, you know? And then you got yeah. people like, just, I, I don't know. Like, I'm telling you, like, literally, the ones that I really want to have to put in a raffle for each place that I could think of on Instagram, like, for real. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would be like, oh, it's not a clock. Bam, 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 bam. You know, like, sneakers yep. app, mm, forget it. Foot Logger, forget it. You got to go yep. to the other stores because they're not going to give you nothing. I want yep. one time on Sneakers app. That's it. Well, twice. Really? Uh, once? Okay. Yeah, I would say twice. Because okay. the other shoes I was getting from my sister, but I don't wear the other Jordans besides Jordan 1. So, yeah. The Jordan 1s are the hardest by far to get. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, you know, they made them popular again. You know, shout yeah. out to, shout out to Nike and their great marketing. Nike, and Nike is, Nike has my whole entire, like, shoe collection, pretty much. Really? Including like running shoes, Vapor Maxes, those Nike, uh, they got like Zoom something. They feel like you were uh-huh. running on air. I'm like, but they are, you know, Nike, Nike got the game on lock when it comes to shoes, pretty much. Yeah, it's uh it's it's special. Um yeah, it's really special, like the stuff that they have. I think and yeah. so they do a lot of stuff for like breast cancer, uh tying it yeah. back in. They do a lot of stuff for breast cancer. They do a lot they of do. like merchandise and all of that stuff. What was that process like? Or what is the process like? Because all we hear is this person like got out of remission. But what's that like initial process like of hearing the news? Um, so I guess if you want me to go into like telling the whole story of what happened. Um so I got the the first time I got diagnosed, I got diagnosed in March of 2018. Um, so at the time, 32, yeah, 32. So um, at that time, um, you know, I just went to the, the doctor. I was like, something is going on right here. Like, I don't know. And I just told him immediately. I was like, I know it's something wrong. I need to get in to see the doctor ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. So then... It just looked like like God was just working in my favor that day because the day I went in, um, in March, I had so I, I went to Northwestern. So Northwest is a huge place. So you know sometimes some of their scans and all the things that you would have to get scanned and looked at is scheduled out almost six three months. It just so happened somebody had canceled the day I had to get an ultrasound and mm-hmm. like a, a mammogram and everything. So usually. At that age, they don't recommend no mammograms, nothing like that. So my doctors had to fight and say, like, hey, you know, we feel like she has a lump and it might be cancerous for me to even get the mammogram. So the day that I went in, somebody had canceled. They was like, hey, you come downstairs right now to do it. And that's usually unheard of at Northwestern because Northwestern be like, nah, we got to schedule out three, four months or whatever. You're not going to get in there. It just so happens. My doctor was like, hey, she needs to get in here ASAP. They had a cancellation. I had went downstairs, had to get um, ultrasound. So when the uh, ultrasound technician was looking at, she got the head, you know, of the department. And they was like, mm-hmm. wait, we see it, definitely see a mask. So they was like, next Friday, you need to come in here and get a biopsy done. And I was like, biopsy? So I'm over here like, yo, I never, all these terms, I'm like, I have no clue. Because I was like, mask? What she mean by a mask? What's that? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so then I had a biopsy on Friday, that following Friday. And then um, the crazy thing is the doctor ended up calling me on a Saturday. And I'm like, usually they don't call on a Saturday. So he called on this Saturday. And he was like, oh, are you sitting down? As soon as you hear, are you sitting down? You're like, yo, what are you going to tell me? Just tell me right yeah. now. Um, you know what? Wait. It wasn't a uh, Friday. I mean, it was a Friday when I found out. It was a Thursday when I had went to get the biopsy. Take that back. Okay. Rewind. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so Thursday, I, I had the uh, biopsy the following day, Friday, because it was like Friday evening. It was late because I remember I was at work and I had just started this job that I'm currently at right now. Uh-huh. So, um, so then I had, she had, it was around like five, almost going on six o'clock. And um, he had called me the uh, the head of the department, uh, the technician or whatever. Um, he was like, oh, do you have some time sitting down? And I was like, yes. Um, you know, what you want to tell me? You know, he was like, well, that mass, that biopsy did find the, that mass was cancer. And it's very Jeez. aggressive. So my, my reaction wasn't to even break down or nothing like that. I've never... All my if you all my friends would say you have never broken down and actually cried, but I was like I couldn't cry because it was more like okay, what's what's the next step? Get mm-hmm. this out of me, you know. So from there, like the process was just back to back to back. And um, April, I had my first um, chemotherapy appointment. Um, mm-hmm. So I went through so I went through eight rounds of chemo and I went through twenty rounds of radiation. That first time so i decided so it every everybody's plan is very specialized to them depending on what Mm -hmm. their uh, because there's different forms of breast cancer there's different types of breast cancer my breast cancer was the invasive duck duck something uh i can never think of the name but it was in Mm -hmm. the duct of the breast tissue that's how like if i can explain like that you know the big term is very you know yeah um, yeah it's very long (laughs) but the grade of it, you know how people be like, oh, what was I, stage one, stage two, stage, you know, I was in stage, what they call 2B to 3, meaning that it's big enough that it's spreading faster, but it's not directly, it's like going towards my lymph nodes to go, you know, because once it gets to your lymph nodes, it goes spread around to the rest of your body, basically. Mm-hmm. But like stage four, stage four is like you can live based off of the treatment, but when you get to stage four, it's kind of like it's very hard, you know, because it's spreading yeah. the rest of the part of your bodies. And it's hard to start like pulling parts of your body out to take out tumors like that. Um, but there is like depending on the treatment plan, there are some people that survive during the stages. But mine was mm-hmm. stage two B to three, and meaning that my tumor was probably like the size about this, about like this big, you know, if I can yeah. It's like a big C. Um, and it was on the right side. So from there, what my plan was, um, based off my, I have a, a oncologist, a, a oncologist um, of course, my gynecologist, my primary doctor. Um, and then I have um, a doctor that's underneath my oncologist. So the oncologist is the, the doctor that plans the treatment plan for you. Mm-hmm. So, and then the breast surgeon is the one that's going to take out the tumor along with somebody else that works underneath her to make sure, you know, who lies, but, um, like a PA, um, 
So that year was just crazy because it was just bam, 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 bam. We got to get this done. So I had eight rounds of chemo. Now, when I had chemo, so this is the thing. I forgot when, so I got a port. A port is easy. So a port is a little device that they put inside underneath your skin. So if you need mm. to get blood drawn and there is connected to like your main artery in your neck and it's yeah. to get blood drawn and, you know, to go through your treatments, they decided that instead of going through your veins, because it ruins your veins a lot, it decreases yeah. like, you know, everything and, um, so they told me that, oh, it'd be best to get a port. So I'm like, okay, I got to get a port. Now, the crazy thing is the first day I was going into surgery to get my my port, which they say you can have your treatment the first day and uh, that you get your port. Now, the thing is, I drank some tea that I was supposed to drink, I guess. And so the day that I went in for surgery, they was like, what tea did you drink? Did you drink just clear tea? I was like, oh, well, I had some hibiscus tea from Starbucks. It was like, no, we can't do it and everything. <laughs> so it that, right. So that first day, I didn't know that. She just said tea. She was like, clear tea. So I'm like, hey, well, whatever. You know, so after that, that day, I had to have, I still had to have my first chemo treatment. So I had that first one in my vein. Like, and that was really bad. Um, if you, the first, I would say, so the treatment plan I was on was called an ACT treatment. So it's four parts. The first four parts are the adromycin and cytoxin, which is drugs. That That's the names of the drugs. And then the last four parts is taxol. So adromycin and cytoxin has to be done every three weeks. No, every mm-hmm. two weeks. So every two weeks I was going there to get the treatment. Um so the first day I had it in my vein, and if you can imagine adromycin toxin, like if you can imagine sitting there for about an hour and a half, like when you're about to sneeze right here, like it burns yeah. right here, it's mm-hmm. doing that for an hour and 45 minutes straight with that medicine. It's bad, 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 bad. So uh, yeah, so the next time, so after I had that oh. first one, I was, mm-hmm. they say you home and because you're going home, they see you with this drug that's like kind of um, attached to your abdomen and it gives you little shocks. So it's giving you a mm-hmm. shot of medicine, which is called Nulasta, which you probably see the commercial say, hey, Nulasta, when you're going home, because your immune system is going to drop, they give you that to help with that Nulasta. But that Nulasta drug, I'm telling you, the next day, I felt like a train had hit me times 3,000 or something. I couldn't hardly move, couldn't do that. And then I was like, I don't want to do this no more. And then, you know, after that, you know, uh, within a week, they was trying to put in the port, which I had to get the port put in. So I was still feeling bad and everything else. Now, the port helped. and But the week after that, that when I had the second treatment, I just had to bear with this part right here. Now, Being the person I am, like, I like to collaborate. So it's, I had a lot of my family and friends volunteering, of course. They're like, hey, I had people coming out, like, all over the place. Like, hey, you know, I'll take you to your treatment or whatever. So each type of treatment I had, I planned for everybody to kind of be with me so I could plan this video. So I was uh-huh. in there doing videos. And they was like, the doc, like the nurses and stuff, they was like, I don't even know how she's even doing all this stuff and has the energy to do this and keep that energy up. But I'm like, that's just me. Now, the thing is, I don't know if you remember, I had really long hair. My hair was down to me. I remember. Yes. Yeah. So 
here with that. I was like, Charlie. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, so, uh, so yeah, so my first treatment at two weeks after that, my hair started falling out, like completely mm-hmm. falling out. And I was just, I was, I think that's what I was like, okay, I know this is happening, but then I wasn't like really like it's happening, happening, you know. But until yeah. I keep saying all my hair, my hair was down to my butt. So I'm like, strands just keep falling out. Just keep falling out. And I was just like, I'm not when you it. saw that. When you saw sorry, when you saw that, like, was that what really made you made it hit home? Uh I, I think so because I was always used to having long hair. And I think I just never I never knew how much it was like a part of me, you know. And so the surgery didn't do it. It was the surgery didn't do it. I was like, okay, forget the surgery. <laughs> the hair part was the one where I was like, I think it's because you wake up and you just keep seeing strands fall and fall, you know? Mm. And it just reminds you that like you're going through something. Because you know, when you go through surgery, that's it. The next day, you know, you like, okay, I went through that one process. But to see your hair keep falling out time, you know, during that like the whole week. And so just that week, I was like, forget it. Scratch it. I'm gonna have my hairstylist, my whole hair off. We was trying to get it short, but then it just kept falling off of the roof. I was like, uh-uh, we just go, I'm just gonna go straight bald. <laughs> and I actually so how long did that first process last? Which the process of the, uh, the uh the first um chemo process. Oh the first yeah. Ooh. Okay, so the adromycin and cytoxin has to be ran for like an hour and 45 minutes, and then they give you like new last. Uh, they give you all the no, 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 I'm saying that the total oh, amount of like time and weeks, span. Or months. the span, oh, yeah. Okay, so ooh, I want to say I started in April, it was the end of April, um, and then it lasted until uh, August. And the reason why I say August is because so when I get taxed, right. So after adromycin and cytoxin, they give you almost like three weeks in between, right? To start the new treatment. Um, Taxol, the first day I had Taxol, they tell you like, hey, we're going to have to give you liquid, like the real version of Benadryl, not the one that's over the counter, the real version of Benadryl in your uh, port. And because it usually causes allergic reaction. Now they did that, but I had an even worse allergic reaction. So I broke out in the highs. after i had it so taxol is ran three hours so after the three hours and everything else the next day i broke out in highs <laughs> so then what happened was they was like we still got to give you the type of treatment they end up switching me to another new form of chemo that was not it was approved but it was so expensive that it had to be double approved through my insurance so okay i had to wait another three weeks after that so another three weeks, I would say this is around, I want to say mid, mid-May. I was like, no, end of May almost. So the end of May, no, June, June. So it was around June. Um, so I finally got approved for that. And that's when I had continued on with my treatments. And so a Braxine had to be done every two weeks. Um, no, every three weeks. So then the last treatment I had was in August, the end of August. I think it was like August 26th. So then what their process was, was to give you chemo first to shrink the tumor and to not have it grow even more. And then they took out the tumor. So then my schedule was surgery. So I had to wait a couple of weeks. And that's after August? That's after August. So August, like I want to say August 26th was my last 
uh, chemo treatment in 2018. And then they have you wait for a little while. They have you wait another three weeks. Of course, you got to get everything approved, insurance and everything else. So um, my surgeon didn't have the first available date until, uh, what was it? October. October of that year too. Because we saw each other in September. Because you did a job fair with me. I, I think that was like that. September. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We did the job fair. Yeah. Yes. And then after that, I had surgery. Right after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Your hair so was had, growing back then. Yeah, it was. It was kind of as soon as you stopped it, right? As soon as you stopped yeah. that, it goes back really fast. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so I had surgery in October 2018. Now what happened is that the place that they outlined because they take a needle and they put, they go like, it's some type of needle that they go all the way around in you to outline the part. Now what happened was even during that time period, my tumor came back and started growing even more. So the place that they outlined when I had the first surgery in October, they had to go back in because when they did scans right after I had surgery, they was like, Oh no, we see another place. And I was like, what do you mean another place? So then I had to go back in in, D- in November for a second surgery of that same year to get that taken care of. <laughs> how did you, so what was, how did you mom during that time? Like what was, Ooh. what was happening? Yeah. How did you mom during that time? You know, I just, I, you know, I think I, for me, like even with um, everything I do, I don't know how to sit down. So like, I just kept going like everything daily, you know, just, just kept doing it, you know, because mm-hmm. as a single parent, you know, like, of course, you don't have the other parent that's there trying to make sure the daily things are happening. But because um, how does your daughter at this time? Well, my daughter, she's in eighth grade. And now, right? She, or well, then? No, not then. Yeah, then. OK, OK. Um, So now she's a senior in high school now. But yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, you know, she she was more like um she's my only child. So it's mm-hmm. like, she was there helping me, you know, I had a lot. And I would say even during this process, I always had a lot of support with my friends, my family and um, just everybody, you know? And I would say during that time she was going through a lot. So I was just being the mom that I am just like regular, you know, even though I had uh, you know, would feel bad. I would get up the next day, even though I'm, I was still feeling bad. I would just get up anyway and just do what I got to do, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I don't know how else to be, you know. So, um, so even you think like, that was like a where you did you think you were like, what does that come from? Kind of like being a Leo, <laughs> girl, girl. We believe in Jesus, not these, not these signs. I, I, that's true. That's I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think you know God has given me the strength to be as be an advocate for it and. I've been, it's crazy. I just to let you know, like even that same year, I had so much help because my cousin, well, my cousin's wife, but you know, she married into the family. So I'm like, that's my cousin, right? That's your cousin. Mm -hmm. Right. That's my cousin. So my cousin, um, she ended up starting her, she ended up becoming the executive director of Susan G. Coleman, Chicago that year. So, so yeah. So during that time frame, I had, um, I had went to the gala as well, and I was just around there, you know, just, uh, you know, just there, you know, um, and she was giving me all this information, and I just got a lot of information during the whole time, um, 
So, like, I would say go back to 2018. In December, I started my radiation treatment. And radiation, they, of course, if I had to go to Northwestern. That was the day after Christmas of 2018. I had to go to um, Northwestern uh, every day for only 15 minutes. So, I'm like, um, who going to pay that uh, parking fee? Because yeah. Northwestern is $12. Uh, Minimum. Uh, right, a day. It's like, yep. so... So what happened was all the people at my job, including my boss, have volunteered each day to go down there with me to stay in my car for me to go in for 15 minutes. Yes. I was like, <laughs> so it was amazing to do that. So I completed that in January of 2019. I rung the little bill and I know you probably saw it on Instagram because I had put a video up there. And so then I had to start this uh in order for my cancer to not spread, they decided that I had to get these injections um, called Zolodex. Well, at the time, it was called Lupron, but my insurance didn't cover Lupron because the shot is like $1,500 a shot. So minimum, yes. Along with, you know... My eyes are so big right now. Yes. Jeez, <laughs> cancer is not a cheap thing. Um, so I had to get approved for that. So I started in January... Um, no, February, because I ended my radiation. So... In uh, February that year, I started these injections where they inject you in the abdomen. It's a little like mm-hmm. big needle. All this stuff goes in your ad in your stomach. And 2019, been going through that whole thing. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, we get to 2000. And, and uh, so what it, what it does, the, the injection, is put my ovaries, shut down my ovaries and everything else. So now I'm like in menopause, I guess. Used to say, so I'm having the hot flashes. I'm like, it's hot up in here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so then at the time, you know, last 2019 was just a big year in general because I just been very, you know, just advocating everything. I spoke at the Susan G. Coleman Gala about everything Mm -hmm. that year. I was just out just advocating for because what I would say is even it's like 40% of African American women are more um, susceptible to get breast cancer and they definitely die from it you know because of the disparities with the insurance and everything else like yeah because they weren't even trying to check you at 32 you know so yeah they was not trying to do that so even if you fast forward the pandemic was a lot i have a very i would say i tried to say it's not stressful but it is stressful really stressful job so i was doing a lot of stuff so all the sba loans and all those things so i work kind of in it, like I was, I work for Illinois Small Business Development Center, so we work directly with the SBA. So all the pay, paycheck protection plan, my, I felt like my name was on a billboard in 2020 because it was so much stuff going down for small business. But I felt like my name was just out there somewhere. Like Catherine's can help with the PPP and the SBA, and I'm like, no, I can't. No. <laughs> so it was a lot of that, and I would say like I spoke to so many people in 2020. So. Fast forward to uh, November of 2020. Of course, I had to get my scans. Now, I went back in August of 2020 to see my scans with nothing there. Came back in the, in November, the day after Thanksgiving, I got my scans. Same look on the ultrasound. Same look from the ultrasound technician, everything. Like, uh, we see something. <laughs> I'm like, we just went through this already. I'm like, this is well, crazy. <laughs> so, so like what, what what went through your mind at that point i was like look at this point 
I'm going to do an Angelina Jolie and be like, you know, just take everything you can. And that's it. I don't care. If I got to look like a tomboy or something, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, so from there, of course, the same things happened. They wanted to confirm again. So I went through another biopsy all over again. And going through those biopsies are a lot. Either you land on the table and they're trying to get the little, they're numbing you up. And then they're taking this little gun thing, which you still feel in there and shaking the tissue out, um, which is a, 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 a lot of, a, it's a process. So then, um, so then earlier, uh, so then the same team, same things. It's like, okay, Catherine, we're at this again. And this time, finally, I had spoke with a, a plastic surgeon because I'm doing immediate breast reconstruction at the same time. So what um, is that? Immediate breast reconstruction. So I went through what is called a DIEP flap surgery. So in January of this year, I went through a double mastectomy, which removal of all breast tissue. But at the same time, I did a DIEP flap surgery, which means that they take fat tissue right here to form, you know, breasts and stuff up there. So they kind of do a little, little... Yeah. Formation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, cause I do still have the option to get the breast implants, but I'm trying to put that on hold to see how my body, because you know, foreign objects, I had a problem with the port cause I took out my port uh, right after I finished, um, the third, the last surgery, I took out the port and I, I couldn't sleep with that thing because it's plastic in it. And I think because my body is just like, no, yeah. this is a foreign object. I don't want to do it. So that's why I'm going to pause with, the implants already because it's like uh but mm-hmm. yeah but see my doctor everybody thinks i had it already because my doctor had did some kind of magic thing my uh, <laughs> so i had the breast so the breast surgeon is there to take out the tumor then the plastic surgeon there is to do the other work so earlier this year i went through a 12 hour surgery so i was out for 12 hours which is so scary because i'm like yo to be an anesthesiologist I'm like, I just applaud them because how do you knock people out? And then I'm waking up like, what time, what time is it? They like, it's midnight. I'm like, midnight? I was down there at five in the morning. So what do you mean? It's midnight? <laughs> like, it's just crazy. So I had a double mastectomy. I was at Northwestern for the whole week. Um, and then I had to come home. So the, the, the surgery I had was immediate breast reconstruction. So the plat, the breast surgeon took out the tumor and then the plastic surgeon took out all the other stuff. So the other side, okay. even though they had no tumors, I took out everything. So basically all that's left is really skin. And if you're going to do like, you know, um, what my doctor did, what my plastic surgeon did was to do fat grafting, which means that you mm-hmm. take, I took, they had to do a tummy tuck. To remove the nerves from that area for these nerves to come up here so the skin and the cells won't become dead at all. So it's a long, you got to know exactly what you're doing. So, yeah. and picking so, people, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that, no, that's 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 wild. So, at what point, not to like jump ahead, well, to jump ahead, but like to to understand so that you got the, you got the surgery and then, like, at what point do you find out again that you have cancer? So I found out in November of 2020, the day after. Okay, November of 2020. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. cool. Making sure. 
Yeah. So the day after Jeez. Thanksgiving, I, I remember because I was like asking my aunt Jordan, like, yo, you still got some potato salad over there? And I was like, I'm gonna come over there afterwards. <laughs> so that's why I know it's a day after Thanksgiving that I went there to get a biopsy. So I was like, yo, that's, that's wild. I was like, I'm Georgia. Let me get some potato salad. But um, so and I was on break anyway. So um yeah, yeah, November of 2020. But I think the crazy thing is, is that the thing I would take away is that stress does so much to your body. And I was so that's what, yeah, I was thinking about that. Like uh, it, do, was, and, and that was the question. Like, do you do you think that that kind of exacerbated um the situation? I say so there's only reason why i say that is because you don't know what's in your body and your body is going to kind of like deflect off of what you're doing and the stress that you're under yeah. you know and i feel like that probably did play a lot of the second time that i had it but um and at the same time i feel like if you feel if you have that big of a um a tumor you probably should just do it anyway i was just like nah let's just take the lump out because i had a choice to do the, what i did in january a long time ago but i didn't mm -hmm. do that and i was like okay let's see because i didn't want to go do this part which i'm going through it right now and i was like it's not as bad as i thought it was gonna be so when they explained it to me first time i was like ah, nah but i you know i was like everything happens for a reason because i feel like i yeah. got i got the top like uh breast reconstructed surgeon at Northwestern, you know, when I saw my video, yeah. I the top two. So I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> how, did, how, did, how during that time, during that time, how did, what was the thing that you learned about yourself? Oh, you guys, you just gotta be a strong person to get, I, I would say is cancer is definitely not for a weak minded. I mean, I don't want to say weak minded, but I would say if you're not, able to handle what's what you got to go through to be here to stay here on the earth god willing you know um but i feel like you just have to have a strong mind you know and mm -hmm. you have to just know that everything is going to be okay like how did you do that i think for me i just i feel like i just kind of went kind of like daily it was just like look i'm gonna do this i'm a fighter and that's what i'm gonna do um and I feel like, you know, I just told God, like, God, you know, I know I'm supposed to be here for a reason. And I know you put me through this process. I'm not sure how I need to go about handling this, but I'm going to do it whatever, whatever pathway you lead me to. That's where I'm going. So, did, yes. <laughs> did it, uh, did death ever cross your mind though? Um, you know, I don't think, you know, that was just not in my head at all. I do mm -hmm. have stuff set up like that. You know, I have plans, but I've always had that, you know, because I'm a, I, I'm a double, you know, like I have two degrees in finance. So of course, like when you're trying to set up anything financial, like you want to make sure you have, you know, uh, a life insurance policy, everything else together, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I went through parts where my family members didn't have that and burial expenses are so expensive, you know? Um, and I went through that with my grandmother because, um, I was raised by my grandparents. So when my grandma died, I had to do all the funeral and make sure all that, but she kind of had that stuff in place. But even looking at that stuff and the prices for everything is just crazy. And so, because I have a daughter and she depends on me, I want to make sure I had yeah. everything in place, you know? Um, mm -hmm. 
So I would say like, it never crossed my mind, but then I was like, you know, I'm okay if God is like, hey, you know, now's your time, you know? And you just gotta be okay yeah. with saying like, hey, this is it. I, I'm, I'm here for a reason right now because I know people that um, w- one of the young ladies that I got really cool through to another friend, she had ended up passing um, a couple months ago. Um, and that mm. kind of shocked me because I was just at her party in July because her birthday's in July. And I was like, what the heck? Uh, we was just talking to each other and I don't know what happened, you know? And I would have to say, with even with this process, is I was very big on the place that I went to. I would say people that are going through things, you need to do your research about the hospital and see what they their expertise is in and then what they specialize in because I feel like all hospitals have their kind of niche, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like University of Chicago, they focus more on cardiology. That's what they're good at, you know? Yeah. And um, then Northwestern was good at... Uh, Northwestern is good at very yeah. specialized mm-hmm. things and very, you know, I feel like Northwestern is probably like one of the top when it comes down to cancer. I feel like yeah, Russia, my big brother was there. My big brother yeah. went to Northwestern when he had to get his like bone marrow transplants and stuff because yeah. of you know the carcinomas and stuff. But yeah, I, I totally agree. You gotta like make sure that you do doing your research, even with everything that's mm-hmm. going on. What was the one thing you wanted? What what's the one thing you want like your daughter to remember about you? Uh I don't want to say like a workaholic, but you know, if I'm doing something, I set my mind to it and I just do it. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't look back at all, even I might have go through some mistakes. I just don't look at the mistakes and I just look at it as a learning lesson and just keep going forward. And that's my whole thing is just going forward with anything, you know? Um, so I think I just want her to, you know, just kind of be strong and, and kind of like, um, just like I said, set your mind to something and just do it, you know, and don't mm-hmm. doubt yourself, you know, because there's been times where I've doubted myself several times with different things. But then I'll be like, you know, what? forget it. Screw it. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Um, knock it out. I'm just going to knock it out. Like, like even with me, you know, like going back to like having the cancer and then, you know, my hair, like I was just like, forget it. I don't know how I'm going to look, you know, but I'm going to rock it. I'm going to rock the ball, look and see what I happens. mean, you. I mean, you, you, uh, <laughs> you kind of find you. So, uh, I mean, even when I saw you in September, I was like, yeah, she, <laughs> I mean, I realized what's going on clearly, but like, yeah, you aren't like unattractive. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, like you know, to God be the glory, you know, I get it. You know, you know, some things, you know, some things that works for others. <laughs> <laughs> what scripture but, held you over? Like, what, what was the scripture ooh, that you like went to? I would say my favorite one, and I, you know, I would say Romans eight two eight is always been mm-hmm. my favorite. One. You know, yeah. together for the Work good. Together, you know, yeah. uh, and that's my favorite one. That's always been my favorite one. You know, that's and, crazy. Uh, you know, by. Uh, yeah, that's. I just feel like that has always been in me, even as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been in me to. I've always been determined like that, you know, um, and I just feel like everything's just gonna work it out, and it always has been like that. And you know, God has just made it's just made a way, you know, like no matter what, like 
I always have had a way out of some way, out of no way sometimes. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this. Okay. You're like, even if it was $23 check coming, I'm like, oh, I didn't know I was getting this. <laughs> I didn't know I was getting this. Right. Didn't know That's that. crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, I would say this process has been um, a lot. Like I said, I had a double mastectomy this year. That was a long healing process. I didn't get back to work till May. No, not May. March. May, yeah, March. But then I had to have revision surgery. So I just had a revision surgery in August. So, oh, let me not forget, even though I had Zolodex, which is the injections in the abdomen, they added another component. They added two other components. They added what is called Fosodex because they like, well, she got it back too quick for us. So now I'm taking double the medication. So Fosodex is two injections in my lower back that have to be done. Yeah. Along with me taking medicine twice a day which is called Virzinio. so i gotta take that every single day and then the injections i gotta get every month along with get my blood drawn and everything else to show you know my any sales or anything else and then get my scans done twice a year so in august i had to go back in because since they did such a major surgery you can never tell how everything is formed and if you gotta go the plastic surgeon gotta go back in so I went back in in August and they did some revision surgery. Now I still okay. have a lot of swelling going on. So I have to go to a physical therapist at Northwestern to kind of okay. work all that out because I'm still trying to, I'm learning how to now to still use my abdomen muscles. Cause I used to do abs perfectly fine, but I can't do that as well as I did before because my stomach was all the way cut all the way open. Um, yeah. from, and, from a tummy tuck, right? Yes. Yes, I was mm-hmm. like, man, I don't know how people even with plastic surgery do that. Um, but you're right, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know how it's done. Um, but August Shout out to the IG models, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is, I was off of work. My boss and my other co-worker, we are all on text messages with each other. We are we're amazing friends. So that's why I say yeah. you gotta have a good so they was just like, Don't worry about it, whatever. I didn't have to take a leave, none of that. They was just like you good with us, um, which That's is dope. amazing, you know. Um, yeah, but, talk, yeah, go yeah, ahead. that talk real quick about Angel's Helping Hands. Oh, Angel's Helping Hands, okay, of. yeah. So, that my friend Angel has started this girls' mentoring um program, it's for her, a it was it's for girls in uh, the Chicagoland area and uh, Northwest uh, suburbs, I would say Northwest Indiana suburbs. Um, I hear your dog. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, It's for girls. It's a girls mentoring program from ages 13 to 18. And what we do, we do several like events, mainly on leadership uh, skills. And um, I know we're going to have a couple of things about careers. So they'll look into that. So it's mainly um, a mentoring program that does mainly education and leadership skills. Um, We have various events. So every month we we have like an educational event and then every month we mm-hmm. have like kind of like an entertainment event. And also mm-hmm. we have where the girls would do challenges every month and it's um, like princess mentee of the month. And so based okay. off of that, you might get a gift card, you might get your nails done. You know, the girls love that. So yeah. um, we're, we're, we have our new nonprofit. We just started. So we launched in May. So we're just trying to get everything together still, but 
you know, everything has been going good. The girls love it. And I'm just an advocate of, you know, kind of paying it forward to the youth, you know? So, you know, what the you, we need more of that. And there's not enough of those programs, especially in the city of Chicago. I mean, you kind of get a lot of stuff pop up right now, but there's nothing that like, kind of like, Hey girls, you need to do this. Also the girls get a mentor. We have mentors that have volunteered and they're mentoring these girls. They went through a, a really, we went through a rigorous process of picking all the mentors uh, from mm-hmm. an interview process to calling and they each have a mentor and they follow up with these, um, the mentees every week. So we know exactly what they're doing, but that holds like the mentees accountable for, you know, if they say they're going to do something, then we hold them accountable for what they're going to do. And, you know, it, it's also teaching them leadership skills. And then like, like some, some young ladies that were kind of shy before it's kind of bringing them out the shell even more. Yeah. So, so Absolutely. Yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so amazing, that's a little man. bit about that yes 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 um and then, yeah I, i'm happy you know i got my chicken and kool-aid us uh, on this side my I chicken know. and kool-aid sweatshirt <laughs> you know the party that i throw for the grayson foundation um but yeah i thought that that was really special that even through doing the things that you're doing or going through what you're going through and being a mom you still you know found t- time to make sure that you know other people were taken care of yes i oh i do so much during my day my phone goes off so much um because even more like i've been speaking a lot <laughs> lately because you know what do you do for self-care self-care uh shopping of course <laughs> no i do the usual you know like getting my hair done getting you know my nails my eyebrows gotta be done i don't do the lashes right now because i'm the, yeah a little crazy with the lashes but i know a good girl that does lashes you know but mm-hmm. I, I just don't do it yet unless i really gotta you know be somewhere or be somewhere where i really need to dress mm-hmm. up but um you know i think i love shopping it's bad it's really, really bad. Like, I'll buy stuff. I'm to the point where it's not one particular thing, you know? I think yeah. it's more like if I see it, I'm like, ooh, I can find a way to use it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, even, you know, I, I got everything that I can think. I'm very particular about the things that I buy. I just don't buy anything. I buy definitely okay. quality items, too, you know? Like I have the Samsung TV that's brand new, you know, with the 4K and all that other mm-hmm. stuff. Then having the sound bar, you gotta have the sound bar with Dolby Atmos. Gotta have the sound bar. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Dolby Atmos, you know. I'm just I'm saving up for I'm saving up for a Bang Olufsen sound bar. Ooh, that would be yeah. good. You know who yeah, else is good? Sonos. That mess is they good. are. I was they like, are. yo, what is yeah. the world? <laughs> It's been my desire to have Bang Olufsen for forever. That's why I want to give me an Audi because they got Bang Olufsen in there. And yes. I want the A7. That if, I just got to lose some weight so I can fit. <laughs> See, that's hard <laughs> because, you know, I'm a car person too. I have car, like, I bought a car every two years. I don't keep cars past two years. It's bad. But I, I just, wish. Like, yeah. you know, I might as well, yeah. you know. And that's why, like, the last car I had, I was like, okay, maybe I should just lease it. That's what I did. I was like, might as well lease because I switched cars out too much. Like, that makes sense. Bored. That makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm really- grateful that, like, 
Yeah, I'm grateful that you get to live that life. I think that it's necessary for like black people in particular to be able to enjoy themselves and like yeah. do fly stuff if they want to, or like right. you know, as long as you're not like hurting nobody to get it. I'm perfectly fine yeah. with like <laughs> I love or I love when I'm trying to get it too, you know, because there's the yeah. that you know you should have got a thousand dollar car note, like you shouldn't have did it. What they do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, If you can afford it, go ahead, G. Like I'm happy for you. But I mean, like I think it's dope when I'm outside and I, you know, driving and I think and I see somebody pull a black man pull up next to me and he got he in a Rolls Royce or like I see somebody in like a Spider or like a Ferrari. I'm downtown on the Gold Coast. Some black man gets out of you know some (laughs) medium or regular size black man gets out of you know some Aston Martin. I literally was outside of um. I was at the Sprint store and this guy hopped out of the, out of an Aston Martin, you know, just regular looking black guy. And I was just like, man, I love this car. And I stopped. I was outside. <laughs> I was like, yes. I had never seen it before. I thought I was in a James Bond movie. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, you I know, think, I like. Yes. I think, you know, even though now, like, you know, with the pandemic, you know, they've been, they've been getting people approved left and right. Cause they're like, look, 2020 when nobody coming to the car dealership when nobody coming out to buy no cars because i mean we couldn't we was shut in so they like they lost yeah. us so much of money on cars so they like look you want the car we gonna find a way <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely but uh i asked this final question um because i appreciate your time yeah. where where can people find you uh well ig right there i am Miss yeah um and really that's where i put a lot of my content i'm not on facebook i did have facebook until they start having all this spam coming on there it's crazy but um <laughs> i was like uh no i had to have like two facebook accounts at one point because i had facebook when it first came out when you had to be yeah. a part of school and after that i was like i think i got rid of my facebook in 2016 was like nah i'm good i don't want to deal like <laughs> But yeah, I am Miss Catherine on IG. Um, and yeah, like, oh, I have one more thing. What? You know, put there. I had ended up when I was going through my healing process in August, went through the surgery and whatever, then I called shingles. I have never even heard of that. Yes. <laughs> on my left side, on the, my left side of my rib cage. I was like, yo. Were you in a locker room, G? <laughs> no, I call shingles. It's crazy. They said if you had the chickenpox virus a long time ago, anything that stresses your body so much, it can come back out. I was like, I had chickenpox when I was like six. So I'm like, what? I didn't know that. So now that was something that I went through as well. I was like, what? Yeah, like I've heard of like. Oh no, I've heard of like some athletes getting it just from like being in a locker room or whatever. That's crazy. Yes. That's why yes. I said that. Um <laughs> I was like, God, okay. So you don't want me to go back to work, I guess. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's why all I gotta do is let them know. But I didn't I thought older people got it, and I was like, yo, so I didn't even get back to work. That took almost three weeks to heal from because when I tell you the most painful thing I've ever had, like I was already dealing with the surgery part. Then well, I shingles. Like, well, I hold on. I'm I'm going to the computer real quick. 
Because okay. that's wild. Shingles is. Yeah. Oh, so it's like a, a rash. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a rash. It's like a rash, and then it attacks your nervous system. And that's crazy. Yeah, it attacks your nervous system. So when I tell you sharp shooting pains, it was the most painful thing ever. And I was like, I guess old people get this, but I don't know how they deal with it. it. There's literally a picture of an old white woman with a rash (laughs) (laughs) on her side, like on her rib cage. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly what happened to me. I was like, and then it's like these big like blisters and they end up getting like filled with like liquid and then they burst they you have to let them burst and i was yeah. like yo so i had like patches on with a waist trainer and like holding that spot because i was like yo i don't want it to go because it was like it's contagious if somebody gets in touch with the liquid and all this stuff i was like okay well yeah my daughter can't get in touch with this i don't want to wait that's so wild she, man yeah she was in her room i was in my room and i was like you know, Clorox and Lysol and everything. It was just crazy. And then, like I said, I didn't get back to work until September. My boss was like, yo, just just chill, man. <laughs> yeah, everybody like, ain't got that, man. Everybody ain't got that. And I'm grateful that uh like, I'm what? I'm grateful to God that you that you had the ability to be able to, you know, go through not once but twice and still, you know, have a job and have people who rock with you. Yeah. Um, because yes. that that's wild. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine at all. Um, it's been a uh, while. <laughs> I'm I'm sure. I'm sh- like I, I know that even hearing the story. Like I mean, we only been on here for less than an hour, but I just know that like we couldn't. Uh, it, it's even more to the story than like what was told, and yeah. I couldn't imagine like the feeling that you went through. Um, <laughs> Of having all of that done, because I, I, you know, I would have loved to like been a fly on the wall that morning, that first morning, yeah. when yeah. that when your hair, like when you rolled over and your hair was right there. You was like, oh the, my god, like hair. the curse word that came hair out. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, the hair was shoot, but you know, you know how it was about my hair, and I was like, yes, yo, like it was definitely uh experience that I was like, yo, I did not think that that was going to happen you know um i'm trying to find a picture right now here we go right here bam that was my hair all the way down to my back (laughs) i was like yo you know like and it's just so different but my hair i've cut my hair like at least i want to say eight times now so my hair probably would have been bad because my hair is like right to here right now probably Mm -hmm. Um, I did do a bob, so I was like, let me try out everything I want to do now since I got my hair short. So I was just like, chop it off, because I'm like, look, I've been bald already, so what's the worst can happen now? I'm like, look, I'll just rock it short and whatever, and that'd be it. You know, so... (laughs) Yeah, but you know, it's a lot. (laughs) Totally understood. Well, this has been another episode of uh, Jesus and Gym Shoes where we have unparalleled (laughs) conversations about life skills in Jesus. My homie, Catherine, I want to thank you for coming through. Make sure you follow her on IG, you know. Definitely. Um, 
she already had a tummy tuck, so you know, just make her get her the IG model status. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually in the uh process of creating a platform right now, like, it's really gonna be like basically, uh, you know, my journey through everything. So, I would say more like a website slash blog in a way, um, uh-huh. because it's gonna have a lot of content on there. I'm in the process of developing it right now where I'm going to put out more information because I feel like as Af- just as African-Americans in general, we don't go to the doctor enough. So if I wasn't mm-hmm. doing about looking, you know, at my body and being concerned about my body, then it could have been worse. So yeah. like, and I would say like my uncle had um, liver cancer, but he waited till the last minute and spread it all over his body. And then I would say when he told us three weeks later, he was gone. So it's just, it can attack your body so fast. And so what I want to provide out there, like I've been doing this whole year, like I've had a lot of, you know, I've been speaking a lot about this. Um, And I just want, especially for African-American women and, you know, like men can get it too, they said, you know, so I don't know exactly how that works, but yeah, they said, they said that it's still the tissue and, you know, that, men can get it too but i want to say like you know as african-american um you know just african-american people in general we need to go to the doctor more we need to be diligent we have the insurance on they work for these big name companies they paying insurance we need to use it so yeah you know, i really want people to start using a dental insurance that's just yes. that's another issue but <laughs> we go <laughs> we gonna stop there oh uh, again this is been <laughs> exactly like uh it. this is jesus yeah. in just shoes make yeah. sure you follow us on instagram at yeah. this is underscore jesus in gym shoes <laughs> um make sure you <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Can't do it.